I'm Jacob. I've seen Lost seven times. I'm Jack. I've never seen Lost before. Jack's about to watch all of Lost for the first time. For fuck. 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. You go, Jack. Uh, 4, 8, 16. Eh, eh. What? There's another one in there. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. Oh my god, yeah. Hello and welcome to the Lost Boys pod with me, Jacob Stowerly. And me, Jack Shepherds. We have watched episode 18 numbers. Jack finally, well, doesn't know what the numbers are, but he yeah, but he clearly doesn't know what the numbers I'm so are. so bad That's 4, kind of 8, thing. 15, 16, 23, 42. Is it 15 and 16? Yeah, so just think of the okay. flight because that's 8, 15, right? And then there's, well, we'll get into that in a minute. All right, because I, yeah, that, I think that was my conundrum because I remember it's like there are two odd ones mm-hmm. no there's no is it just the one no there is one two odd ones no yeah, yeah there is 15 and 23 yeah exactly yeah so but I was trying to think of that's why I said 15 I said 15 before the podcast and you were like no no you do I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure you did you keep going 4, 8, 16 okay 4, anyway. 8, 15, 16 23, 42 boom sick I'm going to test you again before the podcast is out. I'm ready. So, yeah, this is the episode where um, Hurley finds the numbers written on Russo's notes, and then we learn in flashback that he won the lottery and feels he was cursed ever since. Um, Come on, Jack. Big, 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 weird episode. Really weird, man. Like, it's so... It just throws so much random shit out there with Hurley... Like, A, called it again, Hurley episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like the ending of last week's, instead of it being quite sad, it, it, I think it takes on more of a, hold your breath, you're about to get a really cool story here. This is mm. Hurley's time, you yeah. know, Hurley, grab the mic. Yeah, it's weird that Hurley's like, feels, I mean, I could be wrong, but it feels like he's the key to something okay. bigger, much mm-hmm. bigger. Interesting. You know, these, n- the numbers... Which everyone goes the fucking on about. So that, like, I knew they were coming, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't know how they were coming. It was really, that was a wicked time. I didn't enjoy the lottery thing. Mm-hmm. It was really fun, like... So you had no idea of Hurley's backstory? I had no idea, absolutely no idea. Um, yeah, it, it was very odd. It was really cool. It's like, going back and seeing his stuff, though, was... It's just very bizarre. It's really shot in kind of like a left field way, isn't it? As well, like with the music and it's all it's all kind of played for laughs, but it's I, all a bit screwed up. Yeah, I didn't. It makes the episode feel like um, like the Cat in the Hat. Yeah, or like that. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of Cat in the Hat, <laughs> I mean, Mike Myers. Don't 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 slander my name that much, but I do love that film. You yeah. do. When we we were on, so we went to Glastonbury together, <laughs> and we were very drunk, and it was the, the last day, and we were on the hill. And we spent the that morning... That was day one. That was day one? Yeah. We've been there for about two hours. And we I thought that was at the end. I think, I'm pretty sure we spoke about it at the end as well. We probably did. But okay, yeah, we were on the hill at Glastonbury, looking out over Glastonbury Festival, us and our friend Tim, talking about... Tim Roby. Tim Roby. Telegraph film critic. Jacob just starts talking about bloody... We started doing trivia. Mike, like, 
uh, Cat in the Hat trivia, didn't we? Where Why we're did just we like, do that? I'm sorry. Like, name the name the whatever who did this, and you were just like, oh well, blah blah. blah. It was fair. <laughs> anyway, it reminded because it's weird. Yeah, it was shot. This episode shot in a weird way. Hurley's, I said it to you, didn't I? Yeah, I didn't like it particularly. I, got I think like Hurley's Hurley's episodes always have like a kind of a weird tone as well. Like they've always got the same tone. A bit like you know, each character has like a musical motif almost. Yeah, I mean, Hurley does have his own. Like the, Mm. music um, so too does uh, like, like the whole kind of feel of like his mother his mum is very funny I think uh, Lillian Hurst who plays Carmen and like the whole thing's just a bit jokes it yeah it's kind of played for laughs but then like those laughs also include someone committing suicide I mean yeah exactly you know it's like all this really dark stuff yeah like oh there's like oh then this person got killed by lightning and then this person the granddad you know when granddad dies mm. so when the flashbacks grandpa dies in front of all the reporters mm. grandpa and Tito it's <laughs> shot in such a way that like the reporters look really comical but like they were like like exaggeratedly grasp don't they like, yeah yeah it's all it's quite scary <laughs> it's like you know when you watch kids cartoons which are kind of a bit sinister but mm. trying to be kiddie it's like that like Cat in the Hat it's very Dr. Zeusy now you say actually yeah it is yeah yeah interesting point that I've never picked up on so it's weird yeah you brought it to the table it's done and, and he done like the directing it's directed by a guy called Daniel Atias whose name I've recognised in other shows and I've seen He's directed like multiple episodes of The Wire and The Sopranos. Really? Homeland. And he's doing that new Castle Rock, that new okay. J.J. Abrams show that Terry O'Quinn stars in. Oh, wicked. We love you, Terry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's not directed, but it's just directed in a really weird way. Mm. And I think it, that it adds to the whole, like the whole episode feels, it feels like the start of something because mm. of like the introduction of the numbers and stuff. But it also feels... It feels really weird. It feels like it's taking Lost to a strange place, which cool. we're going to go. I don't know. That's how it feels watching it. So Just you see now why it would, they would have waited this long for a Hurley episode. Yes. This being definitely. his backstory, yeah. Also, you know, he's so straight up about, like, uh, you know, oh, there's all this weird stuff, and I'm fine, I go with it. Mm. And it's like, yeah, this is really weird. Mm. You need that person to kind of, and it's always the comic relief. He's always just like, this is weird, by the way. Yeah. And he kind of plays it like that. And um, he gets angry, doesn't he? He does get very angry. And obviously, he gets angry every time someone, and he does get called it multiple times when he gets called like a nutter or yeah, a maniac loony. or something. Yeah. Because, you know, they imply that he went to the mental. Hospital yeah, with the guy who Leonard, said, who repeated the numbers over and over and over, and gave her the inspiration behind using them in the lottery. Yeah, who and he found them through some. Tra- he found them through the same thing. That he he was at a French fair. Man. No, he was at a fair. Yeah, they, yes, it it seems there was he had the same transmission. Yeah, um, and he used them on a fair. I mean, I mean, it could have been a different transmission, but he used them. He was like out, wasn't he? And he heard it over us. Yeah. And then he used them. And so I could barely concentrate in that scene where we find out all that. I really want to find out that actress's name, actually. Because that was... In fact, I want to do this because I've got a feeling. I'm, I I'm, want to defend her. Maybe because she's from some like, really weird remote part. Not weird. Say that. We should just Maybe... want to clarify who this woman is. Okay. Like, okay. In the Martha thing. Toomey. <laughs> Martha. Yeah, she... Martha, who is the woman in the middle of nowhere, yeah. In case you, you, who he Hurley goes up to, and explains 
the numbers or says like, oh, I'm here to find out about the numbers. What happened to your husband? And she has this Australian accent and it is diabolical. Like, um, I'm sorry, lady. I'm afraid I don't know your name. but Jane we'll... Tiny. Tiny. I'm sure she's a wonderful actress. She looks really lovely in this picture I'm looking at. I'm sure she, oh, sure she, she is lovely. really cute, actually. Yeah, she looks yeah, like she a looks nice, really nice woman. She looks very different. Um, I want to find out where she's from, because I've got a feet. Oh, no, she's American. Okay. She's American. <laughs> okay, you win. I was thinking, maybe she's from like some remote part in Australia where the accent's just a bit different to what we know it as. No, she's, she's American. I mean, what did you think of it, Jacob? It's not the best American accent. Uh, Australian, Australian accent. accent yeah. um, but she looks like a lady with a lot of class. So I'd like to, I'd like to commend her for her role in numbers. Yeah. Don't blame it on the damn numbers. You're looking for an excuse that doesn't exist. Oh man. I mean, it was awful. It was. Um, I was very distracted. I kind of like. Yeah, it was funny. It was really let's, funny. Let's dive into to the the whole idea of the numbers. Um, okay, I can't really deep dive into the numbers. It's a bit. It's a huge part of the show's DNA. I'm sure you know that. Well, let's should we deep dive into what we know so far. Well, yeah, like as in this, as in the numbers have been. If you went back and watched last from episode one now, pretty much every number mentioned is one of the numbers. Okay. Um, which is cool. That's why it's quite fun to rewatch sometimes because you, you you're like ah oh, it's a number. It's a number. It's just been like affecting the life, all of the characters' lives the whole time, which is quite interesting. Mm. Some key examples, I mean, there's a lot there. And you can go on the internet, man, and you can like go through well, and chronological do Don't do that. But, um, you know, it's little things like even to, like a symbol on Boone's shirt is like equates to the number eight or something like that. Or like Charlie was pounded on the chest 23 times before he came back to life. Crazy things like that. But mainly the, the big ones are that Locke was in a wheelchair for four years. Mm. Um, Jack and Rosa sat in seat 23 uh, on um, row 23 on the plane and Kate's reward was $23,000 to be caught um, and I saw he was 8 when his parents died things like that Like the numbers are a big part um, but it, it, they obviously what I find interesting is they didn't I don't really knew about the whole numbers thing going I could be wrong but David Fury who's one of the show's writers mm. he mentioned that um, when it came to writing the numbers, he looked back to some of the numbers that had already been used and then yeah. made them the numbers. So that's just something that they didn't already think, oh, we just we know about the numbers, let's just plant them in all, everywhere. Um, but still pretty cool. 42 was used, um, if I'm correct in saying, um, it was picked by J.J. Abrams as a homage to um, Douglas Adams and The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, answer number of meaning of life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the numbers are really big, and you said to me when uh, it finished, you, went, you wonder how many people use those numbers on the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's an actual um, there was an actual story about how uh, one year almost all of the numbers came up. <laughs> really. Yeah, and like people had used them, and they. I mean, not all the numbers came up, but I think the mega number was forty two, which is the mega number in in the thing, and it's mm. just quite funny. It was like news story pick up it would happen now if it, if it happened again we'd probably write a story in it or oh yeah definitely um, lost fans lose their mind over <laughs> exactly yeah mm. that's funny funnily enough actually in the, op- in the um, opening flashback where you see 
well, the newscaster says it's been a 16th week without a win or whatever. Now the num- that's one of the numbers as well. That's the voice of Carlton Cuse. Oh, yeah. really? And the, the lot of... Uh, I think her name's Mary Jo. It says, Mary Jo, say the numbers or whatever. And um, that's uh, Harold Perrineau, who plays Michael's wife. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how, how that came about, but yeah. Uh, Brittany Perrineau. Nice little links there. Nice little links. So yeah, the, 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 the numbers are huge. Um, obviously, as we go on now, whenever you hear a number, you'll be like, is it one of the numbers? I'm sure. Yeah. Um, and it will more likely will be. Um, but yeah. Damon did say back in the day that we may never learn about the history behind the numbers and fans went mental. What, he said that at this stage? He said it so, like uh, a while after this. Okay. Because um, we know Damon likes presenting mysteries and not necessarily feeling like he has to give an answer because of the leftovers, which is fine. I, I quite like the idea of not finding out the origin of the numbers mm-hmm. and then just being some cursed thing that's gone through you know, humanity or whatever. Um, do you think the numbers are cursed? Or I mean, do you think you make your own luck, like our good friend Martha says? Um, I, um, I mean, I'm less in a, of a believer in curses and stuff and more a believer in making your own luck in real life. Mm-hmm. But in Lost Show World, um, I'm kind of inclined to believe they may be cursed in okay. some way. Mm-hmm. So you think Hurley's cursed? The numbers are cursed. And I'm makes, not sure if he's cursed anymore. And he makes Hurley say, "Okay." I feel like I feel like here on the island, he might not be cursed. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's some sort of cure to the curse, like or like Locke's uh, paralysis. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Um, so Rousseau um, comes back. He tries to find Rousseau. Hurley goes off in his own volition. He finds a Frenchwoman uh, after Saeed's like, "No, no, 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 no." Um, and then he comes across her and she's like, yeah, maybe the numbers are cursed because she goes on about how the numbers drew her to the island. He um, gives her a hug. He gives her a big hug. Good, good, good scene. Played very well by them both. You must be the French chick. Who are you? Hurley. I, uh... uh Saeed? That guy you tortured? He, uh... They were on the plane. She drops into... She drops in there that, um... There's a radio tower. Mm. Where the transmissions come yeah, from? Yeah. By the Black Rock. Black Rock. We still don't know about. We also hear about a dark territory, which is on her notes. So there's all this stuff being thrown out there, mm. and it's um, you like all that stuff? Yeah, it's like little hints of what's to come. That's why I think this episode feels like the beginning of something because mm. it felt because that's kind of how her last episode felt. Yeah, like the Saeed episode with her in it because it felt like you know it was opening it all up, and then I think that was partly the disappointment of perhaps like. A few episodes after that, that it felt very closed in on the group again. Yeah. Um, and this episode feels again like it's opening up. So I quite like that opening up. I quite like how they just kind of saw her for basically one scene and then just kind of leave it. Leave it, yeah. And that's it. It's kind of like, oh, you know, here's a little reminder. Like, she's still out there, like, hunting around and stuff. Yeah. Uh, she validates Hurley. Mm. So, um... And says, hey, Saeed. I love that. She mm. says, hey. <laughs> yeah, and so he looks quite, like, shocked by it almost. Jack loves it. Jack's like, yeah, man, do you know what? Fair play to him. He's yeah. smoking away. Yeah, he finds it funny. It's good. Like, it's a... Hurley has a, a good episode. I'm not... It's just... It's just... It was really weird. The more I think about this episode is, like, especially the car ride in the flashback, where he's talking about all the crap stuff that's happened. It's just so weird. Yeah. And then you've got, like, 
the bit, so the bit where he, they talk to the guy who's doing the Leonard's, and, um, and he says, like, go find this person in this place. That bit, to me, felt like, almost like the beginning of, like, an Indiana Jones film. Mm. Um, you know, go on this quest, go, like, find this person. And then there was the bridge bit, the which bridge, yeah. I said sounds like uh, an Indiana Jones thing. And you also, know. earlier on, Sawyer calls Walt Short Round. Yeah. Which is, yeah, Temple of Doom, innit? That's funny. Yeah. So there's definitely a theme there. You picked up on that, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like Hurley sent on a quest, isn't it? But it's because... I mean, also, um, there is the fact that he was... We don't know why he was in um, an asylum. Yeah, a mental, like an asylum, it's, yeah. Yeah, in like an institution. So it, it does imply, like, for him, when he hears someone else say it's cursed, it's like, he feels like, oh, I'm not actually mad. Yeah, um, not crazy. But I guess there is the question of, like, are they both, perhaps, crazy? <laughs> because... You know, she has been living on an island on her own. She seemed crazy last time. Yeah. So, like, he's been validated by another crazy. Mm. Um, it's quite weird. That's why I think this episode feels just so... It's very dreamlike, mm. this whole episode, actually. Mm. It's very... It's odd. Yeah, it is. It feels like it's kind of set in, like, an alternate kind of lost. Yeah. Well, it's, like, it's, like, completely working on its own level. Yeah. It does. All Hurley's episodes are like that, actually. They're, I think... Pro- probably intentionally. Um, well, if you think about the episode as being little point, I've, I've just thought of this. If you think yeah. about each episode as being like t- like a chapter told from that person. Yeah. Then that would make sense because like obviously the flashbacks are in their head. Mm-hmm. But if they're telling that story, you know, then you do have the way things are done mm-hmm. is like very different. Especially like even on the island, it's different. So. Yeah. That could be quite. That's quite a fun way of thinking about it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, each one. And I think the music obviously helps. You can know, score with each character motif, but each one does feel a bit different. You know? This motif is very strange because it's like it's almost like so you know Family Guy, and you have the bit where Stewie pays like plays the trumpet behind like a fat guy as he walks. He's like boom 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 boom. It reminds me of that a bit. Like yeah. every time something weird happens to Hurley, it's like do 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 do. It's kind of like this really blobby. Awkward, kind of like big bassy sounds. Drop the phone, move away from what? the vehicle. Oh, no, 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 it's the house. It's the Do it now! Turn around! No such thing as curses, huh, ma? It's good, funny. it's so hurly as well. Yeah, it's funny. It's very hurly. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I, I, I just love how, um, like, little things that now kind of click into place a bit more like the other week when he was playing uh, backgammon with Walt and then he was like um, he bet loads of money he's mm. like you owe me like how much money and what hell he's like you'll get it yeah <laughs> little things like that and even the week last week's episode Walt says Hurley bet me mm. $86,000 or whatever yeah yeah, um, which is quite cool and uh, yeah so I love things like that um, there is um we there's not really much else going on in this episode apart from the Claire and Locke scenes. Yeah. Um, what do you make of them scenes? So, so Locke um, enlists services of Claire to build unbeknownst to her a cradle, which... I don't she, know how she didn't know that. Yeah, it's like upside down and she's like, what is this? And then he <laughs> turns yeah. it around it's like, oh. It's so obvious. <laughs> like, how... She's an idiot. Yeah. But he's lucky that it was her birthday. What a, what a, yeah, what a chance there. 
Well, either either chance though, or maybe he's keeping tabs on everyone. No, oh, yeah, how would he know that? Well, that census Hurley did, I was thinking. Which means there'd be a bir- birthdays on it. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Passport dates. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe he, he's, he stole them and has been looking up everyone so he can pretend to be like... Yeah. I think he's trying to get her as like a disciple now. He's trying to get her on board. He's just going to go around doing each of everyone's birthdays and just try and like do something that's going to help him out. Yeah, he is doing like... <laughs> he's just going... He's getting a little group of, you know, all the kids together, isn't he? Yeah. He's building up his kid army of... Boone and Charlie and Claire. He's looking forward to Claire's unborn baby. He's like, I need to get get unborn, the unborn baby on the side. Yeah. <laughs> like, who knows how long we're going to be here for. It's, a, it's eerily reminiscent of the dream Claire had with the crib. Mm. Um, and Locke's like wearing the same clothes and stuff. It's just, yeah, it's, it reminds me of that. Yeah. Almost like foreshadowing in a sense, but yeah. Locke's been quite nice here, isn't he? Yeah, Locke's still a bit creepy, isn't he? I mean, he... When he says things like, when she says, do you believe in luck? And he says, is it luck? Yeah. And she says, yeah, or do you believe in luck? Yes, I believe in a lot of things. It's very yeah. evasive and like, no one really speaks like that unless they kind of got something weird to them. But yeah, it's... He's got a real, he does have like a messiah complex. He is just, uh, he obviously thinks he's there for a reason. Mm. What reason? I don't know what. What reason? Well, I don't know. It would be good to see. Maybe his episode next then. Okay. That would be good. Are you hope hopeful for that. I would. Yeah. I. Would, I. Would, I'm trying to think of a character who had like a small, like not like a really small bit in this episode because normally that's where they go. They like put in a little bit, but they. I mean, him or Claire were kind of the small ones, and I mean, Saeed finds the picture of Nadia. He does. Um, he left it. We've had two Saeed ones. Haven't we? Just had one so far. Have we? Yeah. Maybe then. Him or him or Locke. I mean, they've all they've all happened now. They have, they have. So now, whoever whoever is coming next, it will be oh, the second or third. Two. Yeah, I can't Maybe imagine I'll do Jack or Kate again yeah. right now. So soon. Um, the uh, yeah, Sawyer just randomly something I actually noticed for the first time is that Sawyer is reading a Wrinkle in Time, which just like stood out to me because of the film that came out this year. Yeah. Back in the day, I would never, I wouldn't have known what that was, but yeah. Also, odd time skipping stuff. Yeah. Maybe that will come into loss. Well, hey. Big Jumping change. around. Yeah, I keep trying to think, like, oh, this show is supposed to get mad. And this is, like, one of the first hints at it going slightly very... Off kilter. Yeah. Mm. I, which I quite like. You're a fan of it? Yeah. I am a fan of it. I'm a fan of it now. Yeah. Who knows? Later. You know how it's going to go. Depends how much it goes... Like, I know I'm quite dismissive of all the, like, things being dumb and stuff. You know, just say little bits are silly, but I do quite like them. Mm. You know, I'm a bit of a sucker for that kind of thing. So, like, that's why oh, I, I hope... really like this episode. Yeah, you did, didn't you? I was just sure you were enjoying it whilst watching it, but... I think I, it's a lot to take in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, how is it watching it again? Do you think, like, are there things you notice? Especially yeah. with your you know, foresight into the series. There really are. I think it's a really important episode. I don't, it's not necessarily one of my favourites. No. Like, I don't, I don't think it's like a really good episode. Um, I love the kind of weird, almost tacked on ending of the camera blooming towards the hatch. With the numbers. With the numbers imprinted on the side. I remember watching it for the first time and being like, oh my God. That um, bit is dumb. That bit. <laughs> I love that. It's so corny and great and brilliant and yeah 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> is, I said it was like The Shining. Yeah, it's a bit like that moment where it cuts away and you see Torrance. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I did, yeah, like it's not, it's not, it's not in the, in the top five of, of my favourites of the season. This season? Yeah, no, definitely not. Have we seen most of your favourites this season? Um, so we've got a fair bit to go, don't we? Like five eps or so? Yeah. Excluding the finales and pilots... This just scrapes outside my top five, I'd say. Mm, okay. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, I quite like this episode. I think it's, it's just... I'm not sure... I do I do like it. It's, it's probably not in my... It wouldn't be in my favourites from this season, I don't think, mm-hmm. uh, so far. It's just it's just because it's so much. It felt like a lot. Because it's just like... I think every every time... Her, like Hurley's flashbacks were different to everyone else's. Because everyone else is very... Um, it feels like it's all in one story yeah with Hurley's it felt like lots of different stories because there were quite big time jumps it was like oh I won a year ago now yeah you know and all the others are quite close together this one was you know like if you look at Kate and the bank robbery like that was an episode that flashback yeah you know one story like just literally one story yeah, yeah. this was like a real time fucking you know in the car again you know yeah. it lays out like 20 things have happened and then suddenly he's in Australia and suddenly he's like in a mental asylum or whatever. It's like, it's very scattershot, shot, you know, and then you find out he's like investing in stuff. Yeah, including uh, a box company and then in you've got the, Southern California. The link to Locke. Yeah. yeah. So he literally owned the company Locke worked for. It's very funny, man. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, that was, I, that's probably one of my favourite little tie-ins through the flashbacks, actually. Mm-hmm. I like the small ones. Yeah. I think that's why... The Sawyer and Jack's dad one a few weeks ago. Yeah, that was like perhaps like, like slightly too much. Do you think? Yeah, I quite it's like, not applause where two guys in Australia could meet. No, but I prefer like the small links. It's Fair kind of like it's like funnier. It's almost like it's like ah, <laughs> like I don't know. It's funnier. How annoying is Charlie? By the way, when he's just not believing Hurley at the end. Where he's like, tell me something about yourself, and then Hurley tells him the truth, and it sounds ridiculous. But Charlie's like, all right, then don't. I bared my soul. <laughs> it's a bit fucking melodramatic, isn't yeah. it? Charlie's a little. I just told you the biggest secret in my life. Thought you'd want to reciprocate. Back home, I'm worth a hundred and fifty-six million dollars. Fine, don't tell me. Dude. I bear my soul, and all I get is bloody jokes. Yeah. Still... I'm not enjoying Charlie at all this season, this time around. This season. This season. <laughs> yeah, he's... Um, even when when they make it across the bridge, which breaks in two, he, uh, like, he's super happy that he's made it, and then suddenly, the moment Hurley goes, like, you know, doesn't want to listen to Jack, yeah. Charlie just switches, just like that. He's rude to him, isn't he? Yeah, he's like, you idiot, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Very... Like, it, it was quite weird. It was you know, Colonel like, Kurtz, to me. Yeah. It's a now, which is quite funny. Yeah, that's good. They do love their little pop references. Yeah, they do. There's lots, isn't there? Yeah. JJ's always loved the good. Loves them. Loves them. So, mate, I'm going to ask you a few questions now. Okay. And I want you to answer uh, as quickly as you can, mm. just to catch, because I, I don't want you to think about it. Um, firstly, whose episode do you think it's going to be next week? Uh, Log. Yeah, as you've, you've, you've covered that already. Um, we'll both do this. Hero of the Week, which I fear, feel is probably going to be the same. Hurley. 
It's got to be Hurley, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. There's so much of him in this episode yeah. as well. Like, he is the the centre of all attention. For the whole thing, they don't even like branch out that much into other stuff. No, not really. This is a very self-contained in its, in, in within Hurley's story, whilst expanding it with a huge mystery. But that's why it feels like... Perhaps it is because it was so sad. It feels like he... And they've waited so long for him. It feels like he's key to something in the future. I don't know what, because it's just, it's just so weird. But if... Yeah, there's something about it. No, certainly. I think that's fair. Yeah. He's also like the voice of the viewer, isn't he? Like when he's screaming, he wants answers. Yeah, they do. It's like in... Um, I think I might have made this comparison before. It's like in... You know, when he kind of... Almost breaking the wall where he kind of... He talks about everything like as it's happening and says like, oh, there's a monster and no one seems to care. Mm. Um, it really reminds me of the guy in uh, Get Out, you know, the TSA guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when he kind of like, when, like, it's like at the midpoint in the film, isn't it? When he kind of gets the phone call and he's like, I'm in this house with all these white people and I'm like freaking out, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's just like, get out of there. <laughs> um, you know, he's just saying what, and normally you don't really get that in this kind of thing. Yeah. They kind of, you know, they let the joke play and they make it weird, but rather than address it and they actually... It's funny that he, you know, Hurley's the guy addressing it, and also yeah. that he seemingly, you know, he says that he brought everyone there. He says he, he thinks it's his fault that the plane crashed, which offends... Charlie. Charlie, yeah. He says, like, what, you think all my problems are your fault? Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, mate, Hurley's cursed. Or is he? Or is he? This is, these are the questions to be no asking. No way, that just doesn't happen. Like, those numbers... And it all being the same. It's got to be something. It's huge, isn't it, mate? Ah, uh, yeah. The scope is big. Yeah. I think we've ruled him in. It makes I me quite... we've got him. Makes me quite excited for the next one. <laughs> we've got him. Should we watch it? Should we go ahead? Oh, uh, maybe. Now, I want some friggin' answers! My hero is Hurley, certainly. I mean, he... I like that we just see a different side to him. Mm. We see a guy who's like, fuck this, like, I'm going off. If no one's going to... I'm just going to go off. This is my problem. I'm going to do it alone. And he's just, he's taking control. Any stories from the first time you watched this episode? Any stories? Um, the whole numbers thing blew my mind. Really? Yeah, completely blew my mind. And then I read up afterwards and realised that there have been numbers all over and I was like, that was when I realised I needed to rewatch. Okay. Um, yeah, man. And that, I remember being really excited because at the beginning of the episode and the previously, which I didn't show you again, it shows a Frenchwoman and I was like, ah, oh, are we going to get a... Frenchman and yeah. Rousseau moment. So yeah, I, I did enjoy it. But I, I really like, like Hurley's not my favourite character, but I really, really enjoy him. Mm. Um, enjoy his scenes and stuff. Um, and he's great in this. He's great. The scene to... between him and Rousseau is terrific, man. It's a really good scene. It is a good scene. He acts really well in that scene. He does act well. Rousseau. You know, he was cast in this role um, because of an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm he was in. Really? Yeah, he was in um, The Carpool Lane, which is in season four, which is a, such a jokes episode. He plays a drug dealer, which I think is why it's referenced when he's mistaken for a drug dealer in the flashback. Ah. Yeah, it's like a little hint, a little, little thing. That's so funny. It's funny, isn't it? Great episode of Curb, that. I've only watched the first season and a half of Curb. Oh, you need to go through it all. It's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, imagine getting cast in like Lost because of Curb Enthusiasm. That's so great. That is cool. Yeah. Which well, leads me to the last... Question, what's what's one of the numbers? What are the numbers? Numbers 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42. They've been brilliant, mate. Well mate. done. On it. He's Don't on worry. it. So, thank you for listening. Um, Lost Boys Pod, at Lost Boys Pod on Twitter. Follow us, share, tell your friends. 
Come on, we're getting into the good stuff now. We are getting into I mean, it's all good, but we're getting into the, the, the even better stuff now. <laughs> Jack's excited, which is great. I'm excited. <laughs> For once, he's no longer the cynic. Terrific. Um, I'm on Jacob underscore Stoll. If you want to tweet me, and Jack, you're on? Uh, Jack J. Shepherd. You can email us, the Lost Boys Pod. The Lost Boys Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, it is dot com. Um, Sick. And uh, just tell your friends and just, yeah. Come listen along. Come come have a guest with us. Yeah, man. That'll be great. Yeah. You want to go along? Is the amount of people who are now watching lost? It seems. It feels like there's there is there is a pressure on us now. We've kind of we we've kind of taken time out of people's day. Not only in with the podcast, but because they're actually like rewatching this show and it's terrific. They're, it's great. The problem is there's or watching. It there's the not a single time. person I know who's watching along who hasn't raced ahead of us. I know. Everyone keeps doing that because we're doing them weekly, which is kind of. You know, otherwise it would just be uh, too much content for people. And, yeah. you know, people wouldn't get there. And we've got to eke it out somehow. I but mean, like, you're the one who's waiting all week. Yeah, I know. It's really annoying because, like, my mate Tom Jones, not that one. Great name. Um, I know we've all got famous names around there. Um, yeah. Fucking, what, just finished the show now. That's crazy, though. It. That's like, he's done that very quickly. Yeah, he did really quickly. Dare I say too quickly. My old housemate finished the show in, like, two weeks. What, having never watched it before? Having never watched it before. Just Man. through it. Like, I think she was ill for a week. And just kind of wet I can't it. imagine watching Lost for the first time in that way. I loved waiting a week for each episode. Well, Tom was on holiday and he just downloaded it all and watched it like... He had like an 11-hour drive and he just watched it the whole time. Was he driving? No, no. <laughs> he, was a, he was a passenger. So he was just kind of like whipped Lost on. Like, there, there was someone else who... Ben Travis. Our boy Ben. He just, yeah, but he's seen it all before. Yeah, but he yeah, but he still was like, oh, I'm going to watch along, and then it was like two seasons in. Yeah, but he's seen it before, that's Oh, fine. we told him we'd get him on for episode 18. Oh, shit. This is episode 18. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. Bollocks. Oh, Ben. Next time. Sorry, next time. We're just saying... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, no. Oh. We could always have a discussion with, it, with him about it. Why this episode, I wonder? So early. And the numbers. It is a big episode, isn't it? We could just... If we'd be honest with him, we say we've got together the loads, he won't mind. Yeah, he'll be fine. Still. Sorry, Ben. Was it 18? Yeah. Oh, bless him. Poor Ben. An avid listener. We get one for the finale. Yeah, we'll get him on for another one. It's so funny. That is so funny. <laughs> All right, well, um, yeah, I think we've eked out all we can say about numbers. I mean, there's, we haven't said all we can say about numbers, but we'll be here forever. And yeah. uh, people who are listening have lives to get on with, and we would hate to keep them from it no, any we, longer than we already have. Eked out this ending about oh, 10 minutes. As much as, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. Can you, can you wrap it this up? Um, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can. Thank <laughs> you.